Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 45 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials uh, covering February the 8th to February the 14th, uh, Doctrine and Covenants sections 12 to 13 and the remainder of Joseph Smith history from verse 65, Upon You My Fellow Servants. And today uh, we're going to move into uh, the actual event of the restoration of the Aaronic Priesthood, covered in Doctrine and Covenants section 13. Now there's a few things in here, even though it is probably the shortest section, in fact it is the shortest section in the whole Doctrine and Covenants. In fact we're not given really a lot to study this week. We have section 12, which itself is only 10 or so verses long. We have section 13 and then we have of course the Joseph Smith history um, record. So a few things but they're all very small things and uh, we're, we're going to try and draw out as much as we can from them because to be fair there is quite a lot to draw out. First thing we'll do uh, is let's read Doctrine and Covenants section 13. Um, we kind of set the background and context for this yesterday. We set up when the where Joseph and Oliver were in the um, translation of the Book of Mormon why they were led to ask the question about uh, the authority to baptise uh, and where this was done, how it was done uh, in near Harmony, Pennsylvania, near the banks of the Susquehanna River, but perhaps not on the banks of it as such, but nearby. Uh, and now we'll, we'll have a look at what happens. Joseph, uh, Joseph and Oliver get on their knees and they pray and they see John the Baptist uh, as an angel visit them. Now, you can imagine uh, Joseph and Oliver and kind of their different reactions. In fact, you sense it in their histories. Um, you know, whenever you read about Joseph and how he has visits from angels, he's kind of understated about the the, the event now. Um, you know, when we he, when, he, when he talks about the first vision, you kind of get a sense of the awe and wonder of that, that he had. But by this stage, you know, he's he's probably had quite a few heavenly visitations. We know he's had the first vision. We know he's met with the angel Moroni dozens of times. Uh, and so when he sees uh, John the Baptist, it's almost quite routine for him now. Whereas with Oliver's, we're going to study his um, entry and his record keeping about this this, this event. Uh, and he is much more uh, blown away, I guess, maybe the word. <laughs> He's, he's much more shocked and amazed by this uh, vision of John the Baptist. Now, John the Baptist appears uh, and he calls them uh, fellow servants, uh, which is, again, wonderful. Just how um, humble he is and just how incredible that must, experience must be to see this wonderful vision and then have this uh, being that visits you call you fellow servants rather than, you know, Rather than, rather than speaking to them from on high, you know, as, as an angel, he's, he calls them fellow servants, which is wonderful. Um, just imagine what it would be to have someone like John the Baptist appear to you and call you a fellow servant. Uh, they were clearly on the work of the Lord, uh, and that would have been a wonderful um, blessing to have heard. Um, so he then obviously confers upon them the Uranic priesthood. Um so let's have a read of verse one. Um, it says, Upon you, my fellow servants, in the name of Messiah, I confer the priesthood of Aaron, which holds the keys of the ministering of angels and of the gospel of repentance and of baptism by immersion for the remission of sins. And this shall never be taken again from the earth until the sons of Levi do again, offer again 
an offering unto the Lord in righteousness. Now, as mentioned, there are a few things uh, within this Aaronic priesthood, which um, are are, uh, among this Aaronic priesthood confirmation that we need to take note of. Uh, And in the book and in the um, conforming manual, uh, it does talk about these um, phrases, which we might want to look more into. Um, So, for example, one of them, of course, which we talk about fairly often when when we're talking about this event is the keys to the ministering of angels. Um, and this is something which I personally, and I'm sure many youth really, particularly young men growing up, I've wondered about is, you know, what is this power I have with this ministering of angels? Like it's something which it was always a bit uncertain to me. Uh, and I suppose as I've grown up, I've realized that there is not really one particular answer to this, but maybe a couple, uh, which, which apply in both ways. Um, you know, as we learn from, you know, patriarchal blessings and things like that, meanings from blessings and um, and promises can actually have double and triple meanings. Uh, and so one of the ways that we have had the keys of the ministering of angels likened to us is, you know, that we have um, angels ministering to us on earth today. Um, there is the talk, which is noted in the Come, Follow Me manual, uh, which is from Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, called The Ministry of Angels from October 2008. Um, And he talks about uh, ministering angels um, who are on the earth. Um, He says, quote, Usually such beings are not seen. Sometimes they are. But seen or unseen, they are always near. Sometimes their assignments are very grand and have significance for the whole world. Sometimes the messages are more private. Occasionally the angelic purpose is to warn, but most often it is to comfort, to provide some form of merciful attention, guidance in difficult times, close quote. So he's talking about how, you know, actual angels can sometimes be unseen and it can be a message of peace to us uh, and that, you know, that that is a blessing that we can have here. But he also says, quote, I have often I have spoken here of heavenly help, of angels dispatched to bless us in time of need. But when we speak of those who are the in, are the instruments in the hand of, the, of God, we are reminded that not all angels are from the other side of the veil. Some of them we talk with and we walk with here now every day. Some of them reside in our own neighborhoods. Some of them gave birth to us. And in my case, one of them consented to marry me. Indeed, heaven never seems closer than when we see the love of God manifested in the kindness and devotion of people so good and so pure that angelic is the only word that comes to mind. Elder James Dunn from this pulpit just moments ago used that word in his invocation to describe this primary choir. And why not? With the spirit, faces and voices of those children in our mind and before our eyes, may I share with you an account of my friend. Close quote. And I'm not going to go through that whole experience that he talks about, but if you remember, he talked about his friend who basically got himself in a very dangerous situation, uh, and he his he was saved by his father, who he saw in a in an, almost a vision of white. But that's because he was wearing his white uh, clothing. Uh, I think it was uh, his is the kind of thermals and things like that, um, and he he saved him. But he at first thought he was an angel because of what he was wearing. And he realized later that he was an angel, just not of a heavenly kind, but an earthly kind. So we we have here one um, meaning, one way this could work. And I suppose the way that, you know, this works in terms of having keys in the Aaronic priesthood for these ministering angels is, again, 
how we are directed by the Spirit. Now, I love um, a talk by um, Elder Dallin H. Oaks, which talks about this, because actually he makes the connection between these he- these earthly angels and how their work is angelic, and why that has anything to do with the Aaronic Priesthood. Um, and what I'll do is I'll share a quote from it. But I would uh, strongly recommend you you read this, actually, because it really helps make you completely understand why the Aaronic Priesthood is linked with this key, key, these keys of the ministering of angels and how it works. Uh, it was given in October 1998. It's called uh, The Aaronic Priesthood and the Sacrament. Um, and he makes this link about how the, the sacrament is the way uh, we, we have this key. As we're coming to the end of this episode, I will have to be quite short with the quotes I could read. I could read the whole talk, to be honest. And I'll share it in the Facebook group. But um, to kind of give the summary that he gives us, he says, quote, In general, the blessings of spiritual companionship and communication are only available to those who are clean. As explained earlier, through the ironic priesthood ordinances of baptism and sacrament, we are cleansed of our sins and promise that if we keep our covenants, we will always have his spirit to be with us. I believe that promise not only refers to the Holy Ghost, but also to the ministering of angels, for angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost, wherefore they speak the words of Christ. So it is that those who hold the Aaronic Priesthood open the door for all church members who worthily partake of the sacrament to enjoy the companionship of the Spirit of the Lord and the ministering of angels, close quote. For me, this was kind of like a, a light bulb moment that, yes, like this is the one of the keys of the Aaronic Priesthood. It is to offer us the ministering of angels because the Aaronic Priesthood has the keys for the sacrament, which open the door to the Holy Spirit in our hearts, which is how angels speak, as we find out in Second Nephi 32.3. Um, I just thought this was brilliant. And it then helps us make that link between the Aaronic Priesthood, ministering of heavenly angels, but also the ministry of earthly angels, because these earthly angels, when they partake of the sacrament, or even when... You know, they may not even be a member. Non-members can be angels in our lives, but they are usually prompted by the Holy Ghost uh, to make those good choices and those helpful decisions. Um, and so this is how the Aaronic Priesthood can have this key to the ministering of angels to allow us to have the Spirit more in our lives, to hear of the heavenly angels prompting us and comforting us. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the study today focused on the ministering of angels and uh, the beginning of kind of the, the conferring of the Aaronic Priesthood experience for Joseph and Ola. Please do continue to follow the podcast. You can join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. You can email Session at gmail.com if you have any questions or reviews or comments. And you can also share if you're willing to join in a future podcast episode yourselves through Zoom. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.